Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Indianapolis Colts made a couple of cuts today. They're due to make cuts by tomorrow. they got to get the roster down to 80, all right? Actually 81 because they've got an international player. The rules for rostering in the NFL, well, I wish they were a little bit simpler, but we're going to try to get down to the bottom of it. And I'm going to explain the practice squad rules, which are a little bit convoluted and extremely complicated. But I'm going to get to that. I'm going to help you understand, and I think I'm going to talk about this too. I think I've failed you, and and I'm heart sick about it. Day after day after day, we talk about Sam Ollinger and Michael Strawn, and, and the feedback from people on the comments section is that I'm being unfair and I'm being a hater because I think that Sam Ellinger is the third-string uh, quarterback, and, and many of you think that he should start for the Indianapolis Colts, and I think I'm explaining this all wrong, so I'm going to try to replay, go back, do it again and see if I can impact your opinion as to how you view Sam Ellinger and, and Michael Strawn as we also talk and, and extol the virtues of these two guys and what they did against the Detroit Lions, what Sam Ellinger also did against Buffalo. It's not to be ignored, but it's not to be elevated in importance either. All right, so uh, I feel terrible. We're going to go back. We're going to try to do it right. And I'm going to try to make my case in a Perry Mason kind of way and see if I can't get you to buy in. All right. We're also going to talk about Pacers a little bit. ESPN has released their power rankings. I'm going to tell you where the Pacers slot. Hey, you got to knock down the house before you rebuild it right. We're also going to talk about Indiana football because Indiana football has a game coming up in less than two weeks. But their opponent has a game coming up. This coming Saturday, is that going to be an advantage for the Hoosiers or not? Depends on injuries, right? Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Monday, August 22nd, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR, and, and this is sports wagering at its finest and its funnest. All right, if you deposit up to a thousand bucks, they're going to match you dollar for dollar. So you deposit a thousand, you get a thousand in free play. 
And you get 25 casino chips also that you can use at your whim. It's fantastic. It's fun. It's a good time. That's what it's for. All right? You're going to be able to make a million dollars maybe if you're like Ace Rothstein, right, from Casino, the Robert De Niro character. Likely, you're just going to have more fun watching the games because you got a little action on them, especially in the preseason. little action makes them a lot more fun. All right. Colts made cuts today. DJ Montgomery, a wide receiver who played a little bit last year with the Jets, had three catches, 36 yards last year. Never really was a guy who popped out at camp. Never was a guy who popped in the preseason. I never looked up his number, right? That's the way we do it. You stand there with your roster, and you're like, okay. Ooh, who's 10? Oh, yeah, that's Des Patman. Ooh, who's 16? That's Ashton Doolin. You know, ooh, who's 7? That's Ethan Fernandez. Guys pop, you look at the roster, you get their names. I never, not once this camp, looked at my roster and said, ooh, that's DJ Montgomery. I also didn't do that with KB and Patton. He was cut also, defensive tackle. Uh, you know, that's the way it goes. When you're a fringe guy, you're just hoping to catch on the roster. They didn't, so that's the way it goes. Um, guys come, guys go. That's the NFL. It's a lot of people, and at the like I said, the end of the roster, there's a lot of comings and goings because the practice squad is insanely complicated. Here's the rule. I, I had to look all this stuff up. A few years ago, it was this was the rule. If you poached somebody from a practice squad, you have to had to keep them on your active roster for the duration of the season. That no longer exists. Now, they have to get three game checks. All right? That doesn't mean that they're on the roster for three weeks. They could sign them off a practice squad, wave them quickly, wave them within a week, but that player will get three game checks that would account for three weeks on the active roster. That's how that works. All right, the practice squad can hold up to 16 players. Now, this used to be just for young players. Now it's 10 spots are held for players with up to two years of accrued time in the NFL. The other six, you're going to have people who are at any age. They can be added to the practice squad, and they can be brought up for a game without signing to the active roster or, or with being signed and then, you know, being dropped down to the practice squad. That can happen three games this year instead of two. That doesn't sound that complicated, but to me it's really complicated. 16 guys. What the hell do you have cuts for at all? You got 53 plus 16 plus an international you got 70 guys. That's too many. What are you doing with 70 guys? What are you going to do with all these people? For God's sake. So anyway, DJ Montgomery, Kevin and Patton waved. And uh, the Colts a week from tomorrow are going to have to have waved and gotten down to 53. Then you pour over everybody's waiver wire, you know, releases. And you're like, oh, we got this guy. We got that guy. And all of a sudden you're adding guys. Are they going to add offensive? Last year, I think the Colts added two guys. And I think they were both quarterbacks. Wilcox was one of them. And and I think. And then Wilcox was kept on the practice squad. I don't know what's going to happen this year with Wilcox. I didn't think he played great against uh, the Lions. Now let's talk about, about where I failed you. Utterly failed you. 
I spend a lot of time answering comments. I answer almost every comment that this channel gets. That's what I do. I want to have a conversation with all of you, and I can't talk to everybody on the call-in shows that we do on the call-in app. I can't do it. So, you know what? I answer all the comments. And you have this dialogue. And, and people say, you know, you're such a, a Sam Ellinger hater. I'm not a Sam Ellinger hater. I like Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger is a terrific underdog story, right? That's what he is. Sam Ellinger's a guy that you root for. Does he have the arm? Mm, he's got the feet. He moves around. He, he's really good, kind of like a playground quarterback. You know, draw it up in the dirt, go play. A little like Jim Harbaugh was when he was with the Colts. But the Colts have Matt Ryan, who is going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame at the end of his career. And they have Nick Foles, who's got a statue in Philadelphia commemorating the Super Bowl win that he led the Eagles to as a member of that team and as the guy who filled in for Carson Wentz when Wentz went down having an 11-2 and record, all right? So this is who you got at 1-2, and two, and that's good. Now, has Sam Ellinger been really good in the two preseason games? Yes, he has. Combined, 19 of 22 for 224 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, four sacks. That's a lot. That's really good. Nick Foles, you know what, this past week, pretty good. Five of six for 60, uh, 56 yards. The week before, seven of 11 for 72 yards with a touch and a pick. All right, pretty good. But Nick Foles is a backup quarterback. Because here's, it, we get to just like fantasize about what we want to watch, right? You get to do that, I get to do that, we all get to do that. But we, we sit and we listen to Frank Reich and we ask him questions and, and say, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? We do the same thing with Chris Ballard. And what we get from them and what we've gotten from football coaches that we've talked to for years and years and years is this. You've got to trust the quarterback of your team in order to have that player be the quarterback for your team. You have to be able to trust. Nick Foles has earned the trust of Frank Reich. Now, is that fair? That, you know, that happened five years ago in Philadelphia that those guys worked together and developed trust. Nick Foles, by the way, during the postseason run that led to that world championship. Wow. Awe-inspiring level of statistical excellence. Not preseason excellence, postseason excellence. That's the kind of thing that builds trust between a quarterback and a coach. And that's what you want in a second-string quarterback. You want a guy in a backup quarterback who can come in and operate your offense the way you want it operated. Not draw plays in the dirt. Not extend plays against third stringers with his feet and deliver a ball to a wide-open receiver. That's not what happens in the postseason. It's not what happens in the regular season. And so you've got to have trust in your guys. He has Frank Reich has trust in Matt Reich, or in Matt Ryan. He also has trust in Nick Foles. He's developing a rapport and trust with Sam Ellinger, who acknowledges that he's got to go to work. And he's got to learn how to throw a football correctly and teach himself. And we've all read it right in The Athletic and, and heard in other places what he's trying to build with Tom House structurally so he can deliver the ball with more velocity, a farther distance, get it there quicker with a little bit more zip, and spin it better. That's what he wants. 
and that's going to lead to enhanced trust. In the meantime, operating the third-string offense against the third-string defense is not meaningful for Frank Reich. What is more meaningful and what people don't see that uh, people in the media and fans, God bless the Colts for opening up practice to fans, we get to watch Sam Ellinger play against the first-string defense periodically, what happens when, when that occurs, and it's not good a lot of the time. It's not what you see on Saturdays at Lucas Oil Stadium or Saturday in Buffalo. It's not. Mike Strong, physically, that guy looks like a beast. And when he goes out against third-string guys and catches the ball from Sam Ellinger, it's a thing of beauty. He had three catches this past Saturday for 45 yards. How about Des Patman? Five catches for 103 yards. Why ain't anybody talking about Des Patman? I don't know. This week, they go back to work tomorrow and Wednesday at noon, and then Thursday, the final practice of training camp, that's at 10 in the morning. And then on Saturday, 7.30, they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers downtown at Lucas Oil Stadium. And again, you're going to see the same dynamic play out. You're going to see Matt Ryan for a half. Then you're going to see Nick Foles for a little bit. And then you're going to see Sam Ellinger. And Sam Ellinger is going to look wonderful. Look, if Sam Ellinger is picked up off waivers, what the hell is the difference? What are you going to do? Sit on this guy and teach him to be a quarterback over the next three years and hold that roster spot for three years in order to have him ready to go when Matt Ryan retires? Is this what you're going to do? they got to win football games now. Frank Reich does. Chris Ballard does. These guys need to win today. You are not going to win football games today, not regular season football games with Sam Ellinger as a regular season quarterback. You're not. It can't happen. That's why he's going to Tom House. That's why he's learning stuff. So stop. Please listen and understand a little bit. And then we can move on and have a nice conversation about football. I love Sam Ellinger. He's a wonderful guy. But he's not ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. And a third-string quarterback, you do not allocate a roster spot to a third-string quarterback just out of vanity and the hope that a guy's going to be able to play in 2025 at a high level. You're not going to do that. And nobody's going to pick him up for him to do that. Him getting picked up on waivers, once they cut him, and then uh, before they re-sign him to the practice squad, that another of the 31 teams would sign him? Really a long shot. Got to tell you the truth. Uh, Pacers ranked 27th in ESPN's power rankings. Uh, will Miles Turner and Buddy Heald be back? Seems unlikely. Seems that they're, they are going to uh, L.A. or someplace like that. And, and that's the way it goes. I love Buddy Heald, man. Buddy Heald played hard. I don't know if Miles My- Turner actually likes basketball. i got to tell you the truth. Um, but you're going to have Halliburton, Matherin, Duarte, Jalen Smith, Isaiah Jackson, T.J. McConnell, uh, Neesmith, Goga, O'Shea Brissett. There's your team. They're going to win games? I have no idea, and it really doesn't matter. You think Sam's the next hardball? Do you want my head to explode right off my neck? Who wants the next Harbaugh? What was Harbaugh as a starting quarterback? Like 20 and 26 for the Colts? What are we talking about? He had one run in 1995 that was fueled 
by a really good offensive line, really good run blockers that open up holes for Marshall Falk, Lamont Warren, and Zach Crockett, right? Even Cliff Gross had some runs. That's what they, and that defense was stout. Jim Johnson's defense was really, really good. That team had nothing to do with Jim Harbaugh. Zero. That he is in the ring of honor is a disgrace to all the other guys in the ring of honor. Nobody wants to hear that either. Uh, 11 days till IU opens at home against Illinois. Connor Bazelak, by the way, is going to be the starting quarterback for the Hoosiers. There is no question about that. Talking to people down in Bloomington, people close to the program, he's a guy. Ain't got to be Jack Toe. Uh, Wyoming plays Illinois this Saturday in Champaign. Yeesh. No, he didn't catch that ball in Pittsburgh. Aaron Bailey, no. Sat, I was right in the corner. I was there at Three Rivers Stadium. He did not catch that ball. It kind of fell on his stomach and then rolled on. Tragic, although in the end a good thing, because I think I would have been killed by Steelers fans at Three Rivers Stadium, I'm pretty sure. Like, legit, I would have been killed. They threw bottles at me anyway, uh, I, and, they, and they won. I, I would have been pummeled had, uh, had the Steelers not won that game. I don't see the Hoosiers winning that game a week from this Friday night down in Bloomington, Labor Day weekend. I just don't see it. I hope that they do. I don't see it. How about all this Saturday football? Cool. Uh, week after week in the preseason for the Colts. And then the week that there is no football, well, it's not even Saturday. It's a Friday night game. So what are you going to do? Good afternoon, Howard. A uh, little bit later, assistant coaches, select players available in Grand Park. We will be there, of course. And you'll see all of, uh, of what we gather from that uh, media availability. I can't wait to talk to these guys. I love asking assistant. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.